Hi everyone, welcome to Anime Max Podcast. It's me, Steven, and my co-host Jennifer. And we're doing a R&D on No Guns Live episode 11 called The Owner. So I guess I'll start with how are how's your day going, Jen? <laughs> doing this Coronavirus one. is a thing in America. Well, everywhere. <laughs> Basically. I mean, in America, in in the world, but I feel like America's being the worst. Yes, by shutting everything it. down. Yes, like I get it. It's like public safety, but like people are getting real racist about it. Yeah, I don't support that. Don't yell at Asian people. I don't know. It's rude. Yeah, so, um... I don't get it. Also, I didn't realize we were that far. We're, like, one away from being done with what's out of No Gun's life. Oh, yeah, of course. I didn't realize that. So left. (laughs) I didn't realize that. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm so close. Yeah, no idea when the second season's coming back, but... I know it was originally like set for April. Yeah, it's set for April, but I, but I don't know if exactly. I don't know if this April. health scare changes that. Oh, this this coronavirus scare. <laughs> well, I just I don't know what is shut down in Japan, so I don't know what. Yeah, changes know. on things. Who knows? We'll see. And you know what kind of beer I'm having today? <laughs> Kieran. <laughs> no. Abby Corona. <laughs> oh, Corona. Dude, you remember? So I read a news piece where it was like, it was just like a headline. I don't even think I read the thing. I think I just saw it on Reddit or something. Where it was like, ooh, people aren't drinking Corona beer because they think it has coronavirus. And I was like, oh my God. I know. I people are dumb. Because well, I just bought it because it was on sale. So. Yeah, because people are dumb. <laughs> yes, people are very fucking dumb. And I decided to get the one with the. Uh, it's like a cocktail ones, which we, we, has a bunch of flavors. It was on sale, so we bought them, oh, and they good taste pretty good. It's called Corona Refresca, yeah. It tastes pretty good. Does it like White Claw? It is supposed to be like White Claw, but better. White Claw is shit for me. I don't like it. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, this actually tastes good. Because I can't... Good I to try- know. I tried White Claw and it was just terrible. I can't, can't have it. No way. So we'll all be it. able to find Corona beer because a lot of people aren't drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> they think it has coronavirus. Yep. And it has Lyme in it, so it's coronavirus and Lyme disease. <laughs> oh, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> That's what we all need. <laughs> get something. Let's get all the diseases right now. Yep. So yeah. So uh, let's plow ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so the episode starts off where it left, where the last episode left off. You see this? This episode actually does <laughs> with Pepper and Juzo talking, and Juzo's refusing to take Pepper's job under any circumstances, and the kids. The the kid that Pepper's with starts attacking Juzo, and he's 
Tuso starts insulting, insulting. His name is Seven. Yes, yeah, his, his name is Seven, which is a weird name for a kid. I think they just named as a number, which makes you think that Seven is a baby. I think they just gave him that name because he's just a number. He's not a really per- a person. <laughs> I mean, they they don't treat him as a person. They just treat him as a. As a Another soldier to to use. So, Jusun assaults him, and it continues to fight until Pepper tells him to stop. Jusun tells Pepper that there are minions from the Boring Corporation, and Pepper agrees, and then shows him the symbol. And Jusun's stunned because he said that Pepper would need a license. Agreement to dress like the way she does, and he's surprised that she can without it. So, I'm guessing there's a dressing requirement when it comes to working for the boring oh, corporation. I thought, I thought they were talking about the like thing on her arm, yeah. They was talking about the symbol because the symbol shows oh. that she works for the boring corporation. Because I don't think. Oh, no. Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. I more meant, like, I thought they were talking about, like, it called her, like, a hand. Like, a, I don't remember. I think that's what they called her. But it was like, oh, a gun unit is not supposed to be with one of them. Oh. I thought that's what they were talking about. I think that was just because there's supposed to be a certain requirement how people are supposed to dress for the boring corporation, I think. Oh, I thought it was that those two couldn't be together because, like, she can control him or something like that. Well, she can control him. That's what we do find out. Oh, no, but I thought that's why they couldn't be together. Oh, no. And that that's what the thing was, was, like, just having that symbol on her arm was like a, oh, you work for this company, this company, that company doesn't allow that to happen. Oh, no, that's not really what it was. Because I remember when I was watching it, they just say that the, the, the symbol represents that she works for a boring corporation. And he's like, they would need a license agreement to dress the way she does. And he's surprised that she can do that. Then Pepper decides to pick up a book. And she talks about how she likes reading books. I mean, she likes books as objects because you can pick it up and you own it. But she opens the book and she sees no name on it. And she feels odd and asks Juso if he has an owner. And Juso says no. And Pepper doesn't believe him because she thinks everyone has an owner. And she shows an example by controlling Seven to attack Juso. And Juso defends himself when Seven attacks him. Pepper then feels disappointed and asks Seven to attack again. And then Juso ends up escaping his office and says he would never listen to any of her requests. And then Pepper is really turned on by his actions and wants to know who this owner is because it's very unusual for him to act this way. Then Tesoro arrives guarding Juso. Pepper sees a child and asks him to attack again. The seven can't attack because Tesoro is using Harmony. I just find this interesting because it seems like Pepper's not aware that 
I think she's. I don't know if she was probably raised in a way where everyone's controlled by somebody. And I think she doesn't understand free will. I'm not sure that's what she's getting at. Because she said that she finds it odd that Juso act on his own. And she's wondering what kind of owner, owner he has for him to act this way. I guess because he doesn't act very obedient. He's very free will. So I guess that's why she... Oh, Pepper, yeah, Pepper's weird little, like, half monologue thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, because she was, like, talking about how how objects have owners, and she finds it surprising the way Juso acts, I guess, because he actually ha- <laughs> acts like he has free will. Does He does whatever he wants. He doesn't... He doesn't follow orders or something like that. To be fair, we should all aspire to that. Yes. <laughs> I aspire to that. I'm too poor for that, though. That's not for people like me. It's not for people in my economic background and economic potential. Yeah. But it is definitely the dream. Yeah. So I did like her comment about the books, though. Yeah, I did like her comment about the books as well. And she's like, oh, they're objects. And I'm like, I mean, they kind of are. I don't yeah. know why I like that. Just like a small thing. And I'm like, yes. And my books don't have names on them. <laughs> I was like, wow, I should really write my name in all my books. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was literally my thought. I was like, oh, wow, I should really write my name in all my books. What if someone tries to take it from me? Yeah, because you said that someone could take it from you. But it's like, even with your name on it, someone could still take it from you. <laughs> I wonder if it's a more a thing of, like, if your name is on it, I guess someone is less likely to take it from you. Oh. Because then it's, like, wrong. Versus, like, if there is no name on it, then it technically, like, doesn't belong to anyone. I guess you could say. Type of thing. Maybe. Or it has value, I guess, when it, like, when it has the author's name on the book. It has more, I guess. Or even, like, the owner's name. Yeah. Right. Like, I would assume. Yeah. I don't know. Pepper's also weird. (laughs) So yeah, like, she is it could be weird. anything. And then Mary comes Mary comes around and she tells Tessero to stop using harmony because stop using harmony too much because it will hurt him. And Pepper really recognizes the kid and says that her her boss has told her about him and telling him that we're finding out where he might be is a bad thing. And she walks up to Juso and licks him while she says, saying dibs. And Mary has a a disgusting look on her face. And Pepper decides to leave. Pepper decides to leave because she's disappointed in Seven letting another person control him. After they leave, Juso face on the floor and Mary tells, I mean, Mary yells Juso and there's also a scene I forgot to mention that Christina is complaining about her place being destroyed and she wants to call the EMS. 
as they were fighting each other. So, yeah. I don't know, but it seems like when Pepper licked Juzel, she was, like, claiming ownership on him, I think. Like, she was expressing the way she, of her claiming ownership on him, because, I don't know. Well, she does say that she's going to write her name on him. Yeah, because she thinks he had, <laughs> she finds it weird the way he behaves with no owner. So she probably was thinking maybe he doesn't have an owner. She's weird. Let's talk about who's weird. It's definitely yeah. her. She's definitely weird. and <laughs> she's So odd. And she's, I feel like I've always thought she's odd. Yeah, she is very odd. She's a very odd character. And I think even Mary noticed that. That's why she had like the disgusting look on her face. Like, oh, this girl's creepy. <laughs> Which, like, fair. Yeah. She is creepy. Mm-hmm. And I did find it interesting that Pepper actually controls Seven. But I kind of <laughs> figured that would be the case because she works with Foreign Corporation. That's what they do. They control people that look like Juso. I mean, they did mention it in the war, uh, that war story. Oh, baby boy. Yeah. It's just that he's a young kid. <laughs> it looked like, awesome. he, I'm not sure, he probably is a child soldier, which is pretty bad. It makes you think that that the Bourne Corporation does a lot worse than you think. Because large corporations yep. are the villain. Pretty much. <laughs> So, the next day, Christina is complaining to the EMS that as they're trying to fix the damages that were made. And she said that she would sue them if they make more damages. And then, which was kind of funny, that part. Then Corin comes in and insults Juso's arm, saying that you shouldn't have an arm like that. But Juso feels that that he should stop insulting him and do what he paid his, ta- his taxes for paid taxes for and Christina agrees with him but then notices Corin's good looks and starts complimenting him <laughs> this part was really funny because I really wasn't expecting I mean I should have expected that I don't know that Miss Chris was gonna think that Cronin is super attractive. Yeah. <laughs> and then be like super okay with him. Yeah. Oh, Cronin. Well, was it? Didn't you find him attractive? <laughs> I didn't find him attractive. I just said he was like coolest character. Oh, okay. <laughs> I said he was just coolest character. All right. I thought it was gonna Cronin's be. Cronin's drawn too stylized in this. Oh. They're drawn very JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which okay. I like. I like that style. Cronin is one of my favorite characters. I liked him because he showed up and was like snarky. Yeah, and that he was- showed up was snarky asshole with glasses, which oh. I was like, that falls in line with the characters I always like: snarky asshole with glasses. And I wasn't expecting a show for him to show up because. 
There's been no update on where, what the hell happened to Oliver. Still. He was Captain Exposition. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised about that. And we still don't know. It's like I'm surprised Juzel didn't even ask what the hell happened to Oliver. Unless he already knows. And they're just not telling us. The audience. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe no one knows. Yeah. And what else is there? Then after the commercial break, pictures of Pepper and Seven are shown. Corin believes that they were sent to kill the director of the Porn Corporation, but knows that their actual targets were Gondry and Megalarm. And Juso wants payment for the damage they done for the damage they have done. But Corin said that he will see what he can do, but Dossi can do anything about it. He also tells Juso that the search of Tesoro has been retracted by the Boring Corporation. And he feels that's happening because of what he's hiding. And Juso thanks Corin for the warning at the Corin Lisa office. I also find that part interesting because it seems like Corin has Juso's back. Go ahead. The bros forever. Yeah, which is kind of weird because they used to hate each other in the beginning. But I think after that Megalon battle... They're like bros now. <laughs> Reluctant bros for life. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which are sometimes the best bros for life in TV shows. And you know, I'm starting to like Corrin a bit more. Because I thought he was a pure dick when I first saw him. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you going the route of how you also now like Kyogoku? Yes. <laughs> Who you hated vehemently for like over half the season and you were like, I don't like him. He's not a good person. He's a bad character. And I was like, he's the best boy. <laughs> and then you were like, I like him now. Because they was acting like total jerks when they first met. But then all of a sudden you start seeing his soft side and I just didn't know he had one. Maybe I was being so judgmental at first. (laughs) Everyone has a soft side. Sometimes it's buried under layers and layers and layers of asshole. Yeah. But it's always there somewhere. Pretty much. Except for me. (laughs) I have no soft side. It's all buried. You have a soft side. (laughs) It is. What is it? Someone just, one of my friends was like, you're an onion. She's like, I was like, Yeah. And she was trying to do a, like, you have layers. Like, she was trying to do, like, a Shrek reference. Like, a you have layers, like an onion. And I was like, yeah, I have layers, and they're all exactly the same. I'm not sure about and that. And as people just, like, peel it back, it just, like, causes them to freak out and cry. Because <laughs> they're just like, oh, there's just more of the same under this. <laughs> I only, no, I, I guess I do. I only have it. It's only for animals. Oh. Animals are better than people. They deserve so much more than us in this world. Yeah, I agree. My dog is looking at me with her stupid potato face. Like, they deserve so much more than us <laughs> in this world. And this funny thing, animals don't, not, are not, they have no worry in the world with this virus. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, they're better than us. They're better <laughs> than us in this world. And... But now you like Cronin... Yeah. After you made fun of me for liking Cronin. I know, because <laughs> I started to see that he actually cares about what's been, what's been going on, and he feels wrong about what's going on in the people that he worked for. And I was made fun of for liking Cronin. 
I was made fun of for he... liking Kyogoku. <laughs> Who is best boy? Yes. But and... that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but yeah. It's just, I yeah, I didn't know he would have Jusu's back, and he will, and he knows that the, you know, he works for the police force. He feels that the police force does dealings with the foreign corporation, and they, he feels it's going on. What's going on is wrong. So it's pretty interesting that he understands that not following every order is the correct way of um, living. Because I thought he was the guy who just follows orders. Is it an instance, maybe, of, like, you have to pick your battles? Yeah, I think that's what he does. And then to have the power to pick your battles, you also it also means that you just have to, like, do what you're told sometimes. That's what earns you the freedom to be able to pick your battles. Yeah. I don't know. So I guess the, the secret with the Boring Corporate, I mean, the... Pepper and Seven was sent to kill the director of Boring Corporation. That was a lie that I think the media was spreading to the people. And the actual targets were Gondry and Megalarm. So I guess... I don't know why they... I don't know why Corbin actually said that. Now that I think of it, but whatever. In case maybe... You gotta... Reveal the information to just put that thought out there. Yeah. Because it's like, what, does the audience, does, like, the, the people of the country know about Pepper and Seven? I guess. And I guess they are, I'm not sure, they're supposed to be, like, pretending mercenaries to kill the Boring Corporation when they actually work for the Boring Corporation, I guess. Maybe that's why they wear those outfits and maybe that's why Juso is surprised. The, the way they dress, because maybe they're dressing the way they're they're against the foreign corporation. I think that's what it is. Now I'm starting to think it actually makes more sense. <laughs> so after Cora leaves the office, Juso is thinking to himself in Tessaro's room as he's sleeping, and he's complaining how everyone just says whatever they want. And then there's a flashback scene with a man driving. And telling Juso in the trunk that he shouldn't feel bad about what he's doing because he was just following orders for the higher-ups. And he's is sorry for treating him as a human being rather than a tool. And he feels it's his fault and tears are running from his eyes. This origin story was pretty cool. I did like the... It was like a flashback scene to where you get to find out that Juso does have an owner. And... I mean, he just doesn't tell Juso what to do. He just lets him do his own thing. He cheats him like a rather, um, a human being, which is maybe that's why Juso acts the way he does. But since he was following orders, maybe he was following orders from the other people, and I guess he was feeling bad about what he was doing there. So I'm thinking... Go ahead. 
Oh no, sorry, hold on. I had a thought and then I lost it for a sec. Oh. It sounds like there's a cat outside my window and I'm like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> oh. Yeah. It seems like his owner was a soldier for the war that they were fighting, so I'm thinking there's both human soldiers and extended soldiers the war. And I guess the sol- the human soldiers who controlled the extenders during the war. I don't know, but it seems like there... That makes the most sense, though. Yeah. And it seems like the maybe there's certain, sur- there certain soldiers that didn't want to control the, the extendeds. But felt like they had to. So this show has a lot to do with being told what to do and having free will. I'm starting to notice. <laughs> Ah, the question of humanity. Yes, it does that a lot. <laughs> Such like, a real question. Yes. Which is like, I like that about this show. But I don't always love the packaging of this show. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to pack in. Like, I feel like it has an interesting question like that every once in a while. But sometimes I'm like, okay, like, there's other things that I'm like, why is this super relevant? Like the cult. Yeah. That thing with cult. I was like. Oh, yeah. That was. This just... seemed to go on for a long time and be unnecessary, other than <laughs> you learning that he stole that piece from Boron Corporation. Yeah. And like, that's who Mary's looking for. I'm like, I feel like there was another way to deliver this information that didn't take two episodes. Yeah. It just seems like they were just trying to fill up an episode um, number. They're trying to pull at your heartstrings. <laughs> and it, for me, did not work. Because it seems like they don't have a lot of... Like, their plots don't have a lot of episode time. So they're just trying to fill their episodes with junk. Just to get to that certain point. I don't know. Yeah. I want them to have that conversation of, like, what makes you human. Yeah. And, like, what is humanity? Because I love that conversation. And I'll have that conversation for hours. Okay. <laughs> but they really don't talk much about it. Just do a little conversation here. It makes you think about things. And then they go back to randomness. <laughs> Which, like, fair. Yeah. But also, like, okay-ish to me. Yeah. Maybe it's just much. me. I think I could see it. I... I honestly do see it in this show. So. So, yeah, then going back to what I was talking about, um, Tessero wakes up from his nap and he asks Juso if if he's okay. Juso says he's okay because he doesn't have much flesh like he does and he doesn't feel any pain. Tessero doesn't believe him. And... But Ju- doesn't believe him. And then Juso decides to ask if he's okay. And Tessa says he feels okay too. Juso doesn't believe him also. And says that Mary feels worried about him. You know what's funny? Because they act the same way. <laughs> and they argue with, over the same shit. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> Two characters, the same personalities, they hate each other. <laughs> I mean, they don't hate each other, but they always find ways to contradict each other. 
I think that happens a lot. Yeah, I know that happens in in everyday life, I think. And yeah, people usually don't get along with people who act like them. Then Tesla starts explaining about what happens when he protects Colt. And he starts to apologize for what happened. Jusula doesn't feel that he should apologize for his actions, but Tesla refuses because he believes if he was stronger, he would have been able to save him and other people like him. He hates feeling weak and that everything's been happening because of him. Jusula sees what he means and Jusula also mentions that Pepper and Seven were after him and he doesn't know why. I do kind of find this a bit interestingly about... Tesoro feeling weak, and they did show Colt's sisters again, and just like, oh, they're not forgotten about there. Just a little bit. <laughs> you gotta use them to drill home points about people that Tetsuro feels like he couldn't save. Yeah. So he didn't forget about them. He just felt like he couldn't save them, so it's like, oh, why bother? Ah, uh, yes. That's the case. <laughs> So he just left them to their their normal their depressing ordinary lives, I guess. So then Mary comes to, to I think Juso goes back to his office after he talks to Tessero and Mary's comes to Juso's office and tells him that he has a customer. The customer tells Juso that he would like for him to protect the girl that's being haunted by an extended Jusso looks shocked. The customer is driving. Then they decide to go to the customer's car. And the the customer is driving a convertible. And Jusso's wondering why Mary left Tessero alone. And she says not to worry about it because they are guarding the area. And they won't come to Tessero's room because she put a bomb that would kill anyone from the Boring Corporation if they enter it. And... She's intrigued by the extended that's involved in this case anyway. And they eventually enter the client's home and the episode ends there. I just find this kind of funny because <laughs> when Mary says that she put a bomb at, at, at the door that Tessa Rose in, just so was like, why would she do that? <laughs> like, are you, aren't you like worried that, you know, you know, cause like some type of explosion or something, and she's not worried about that. I guess because she doesn't. I don't know, because this kind of contradicts what happened in the last episode. She said she was she didn't want Colt to kill anyone, but yet she has a bomb herself. <laughs> oh, but does she like really put one? I have no idea. She says she did. So that's the thing, though, right? It's like, did she really put one, or it's like, who says it's not like a bomb that's gonna like shoot confetti or something stupid? It probably is, because it also just... might be she just told Tetsuro that to be like, you can't leave, and give it like some stakes. That's not just like we trust you to not leave. Yeah, I guess she just also did so. Just don't worry about Tetsuro either. Ah, yes. The way to make someone not worry. <laughs> yeah. I think she just wants to have an adventure with Juso because she's just getting tired of staying in the backseat. Well, she's in the backseat. <laughs> she's getting tired of not being around there, not around in 
involved with any of their adventures that they've been having. I just want to see the ghost. Yes, he wants to see the ghosts. <laughs> to the ghost. Because apparently there's supposedly extended ghosts. <laughs> see, I want to see the ghost. That's all yeah. I care about now. I'm interested, though, to see how that episode is going to play out. Because it'll yeah. be the mid-season finale. Right? Like, it'll be the end of what's out right now. Yeah, pretty much. So I almost feel like like it can't be filler. Um, <laughs> you can't end on filler. Like, I mean, I guess you can. It's happened in the past. I know Gintama's done it, but that's like the life of watching Gintama. It's like sometimes 80% of it is filler. Yeah. And I don't know. Because uh, I already know how it, I know how the, ep- the next episode is. I yeah, already saw I, it. <laughs> I can't, or else I have a really hard time managing spoilers yeah partially because i'm like i don't care about spoilers really yeah and so i'm like no one should care (laughs) i'm like i don't care no one should care except i care a lot about persona 5 royal spoilers yeah (laughs) and persona 5 scramble i'm like no one tell me anything (laughs) no one show me any screenshots i want to experience it myself Yes. So I need them. Did you, what did you think of this episode? I mean, overall, I like I liked it. Oh, it wasn't like terrible. It wasn't like amazing. Like it wasn't. It wouldn't stand out. I really think. I think there were moments that will stand out. Yeah. Which are like Pepper's comment about ownership. That one. I'm just gonna call him the dude with the hat driving the car because i don't know his name yeah they didn't give him a name to they just said he was a, a customer no and, the uh the guy from the juzo flashback oh yeah they didn't give he doesn't him have a name either. so i'm gonna call him the dude with the hat driving the car or driving yeah. the truck um i did really like his comment which was i treated i'm sorry that i didn't treat you like a tool and i treated you like a person i'm like that's interesting because usually we do like the opposite yeah you have to apologize for someone to someone that you didn't treat them like a person yeah you treat them more like the tool yeah and i'm like that's interesting yeah i think it's a different perspective (laughs) yeah I was just like, that's an interesting, like, statement to be very saddened by. Yeah, it seems like maybe his owner was a good guy. Aww. I want to see who he is. Maybe I have. You know what? To be honest, even though I read all of the manga, I don't remember a lot of it. Uh, (laughs) You read all of it or you already did half of it? Well, that was out. Oh, so I don't think the whole thing is out. No, the whole thing is not out yet. I think it's still going. Okay. But that's why I said I was like, I know who my favorite character is, and we haven't seen him in the anime yet. All right. But I think he'll come in in the next, like, when it starts airing again. I just wonder. I don't know if right away. What if if the owner is actually Mary's brother? (laughs) Maybe. I don't think so. I think her brother is too young. Oh, okay. Because I think it's like her older brother, but it's not that much older than her. Because oh, okay. that dude looks kind of old. All right. 
Because they, they didn't really show his eyes. They, I think they only show his. No, they his kept doing that. Yeah, they did that mouth. thing. Yeah. So I guess you'll find out who he is eventually. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I don't do number ratings. You do. <laughs> I Whatever out it, of ten. I gave it a seven point five. <laughs> I do. I think this was okay. It was an okay episode. The only thing that was interesting for me was that the backstory of Tusa's owner. And That's what I'm saying. The, there was only one humor part I did like with... Was it when Miss Chris was telling those guys she was going to sue them? Yeah, and all that. That she likes Corin, and it's just... <laughs> Also, that Miss Chris showed up with like a face mask on to yell about damage the first time, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Oh, I didn't know. I forgot about that. Yeah, she has like a face mask. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but I thought it was funny that she found uh, Corin attractive. So yeah, this I want to watch the next one. I want to see the ghost. <laughs> it's I pretty like interesting ghosts. how you get to find out who the what what the ghost is or who is it. But yeah, ghost. It was a very weird episode. I tell you that. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, this episode was okay. There isn't a lot to talk about. It felt like very filler. It just had one plot point that was important, but everything else was just a bunch of comedy and drama, I think. Which, like, it's not the worst. Yeah, I think almost a lot of episodes are like this. There's, like, a lot of humor and drama, and then there's one particular part that's important to the plot. And it's just like, can we stop making episodes like this? I think I've said this about No Gun's Life, that I feel like it does, like, it ends on a weird cliffhanger and then almost immediately resolves it within, like, the first ten minutes. Yeah. And then there's, like, filler for ten minutes, and then they set up another kind of, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Moment, and I'm like, pattern here. (laughs) I don't like shows like that, because I'm like, they feel like a waste of my time. I mean, I still watch them. 100%, I still watch them, but I'm just like... I don't like this ploy. Yeah, I had to read the manga to see what's the difference. Cause I'm not sure if the manga does does the plot. It doesn't have none, a lot of this unnecessary junk that the anime has. And I think they're just trying to put all this junk to fill in the time frame that the that the manga doesn't have. Because I know, I know you can't just throw whatever's on the manga to a TV show because it will. It will be less episodes than what the the episode order is, so they have to fill it up with. They have to fill up the time frame, like they have to try to fill up twenty minutes with other stuff, and maybe that's what this show is like. It doesn't have a lot of the book doesn't have enough a lot of things to fill up twenty minutes every episode. Well, I also know some will do the thing where they cram together like multiple chapters. Yeah. So, like, you can see that, I know, in, like, Assassination Classroom. Mm-hmm. They do that. Like, every episode is, like, two chapters. Yeah. There's a bunch that do that. Psyche K does that, but it's a bunch of, like, short. 
just like bits. I love it. Yeah. I love Psyche K. Such a good show. I haven't seen the like reawakened one yet. I need to watch it. The what? Psyche K got like a Netflix did like an original version that's like Psyche K reawakened. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, interesting. Cause and I haven't watched it yet. There's a particular anime that me and my boyfriend started watching. And I think I want to pick it. <laughs> Is it Violet Evergarden? No, it's on, it was on Hulu. I forgot. It's a, it's about a girl in, in a, she, she has, she goes to the bathroom and she sees a, a demon, a ghost in there. And now the. Oh, oh, I know which one it is. It's that dude with the hat, right? Yes. It's so funny. Uh, I love it. Hanako. It's like the the toilet demon is yes, replaced and it's like a dude. Demon. Oh my god. And it's not actually the like girl toilet demon that it's supposed to be who's like, Do you want blue toilet paper or red toilet paper? And you die either way. <laughs> yes. I love that show. Oh my god. So me and we started watching it and we love it. It's like so oh, cute. I might want to talk about this one. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh my god. It's, um, I like it. I have a thought, but, like, let's wrap up the episode, and then I'll tell you my thought. Okay. So, so yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Oh, God. Sorry. There's a motorcycle, I guess. Ah, uh, yes. Where I live. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> so, yeah. Damn, I lost my train of thought. Anyways, so, I think that's it for this episode. just wish the motorcycle noise could stop happening, but okay. It's never going to stop. It's there forever. <laughs> so yeah so that's it for this episode i think and i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and look forward to the next episode because next episode is the last episode for no guns life for the mid-season finale you're finally going to be caught up so jesus it took us long enough (laughs) so after that i guess you'll start this doing Sherlock episodes until we catch up with that one. So yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. If you want to ask questions about about the anime or any other animes in particular that we've that we've watched and we don't talk about, I guess you can email quite email us at our Gmail account and Twitter. I'm gonna put it on the description below. Like I did with the last episode. So I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast and sharing it with others and subscribing them to wherever you listen it to. So I think that's about it for this podcast. So see you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>